it's the next level. You need a plan. I want to be on the radio. He wants to be on radio. But to be on the radio, you have to have a voice. You have to have some verbal ability. You hardly ever say a word. I talk. This is ridiculous. I don't understand. You need to grow up. Is that Pat? No way. Oh, man, I love that guy. We'll put no more tears on the label. But it does make you cry. I know. Now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the Melting Pack, and it starts right now. You're listening to the Melting Pack. Here's your host, Pat Johnson. Boy, thank you, Jerome. Hey, friends, welcome to the show, the Melting Pack, the Next Level Network. How you doing today? We good? Everybody all right? It's been a weird... I don't know. I've been in a weird, not a funk, because I feel okay. Um, it's been a weird week. I hope you're well. hope you're doing all right this week. Uh, up on the show today, I'll talk a little bit about the baby shower I mentioned last week. We were doing that, so I will, uh, I'll dive into that just a bit. I will talk about getting vaccinated, uh, well, one time on, uh, on Monday. Uh, we had a question about what your neighbors would think of you, essentially. We may do a pat peeve on video tutorials and a uh, little entertainment news on how I met your father. Yeah, it's finally happening. And uh, also we'll have a tune from Remember Sports. Their new album is out um, as of yesterday. We got some baseball stuff and hopefully we will hear from the captain about the flag guys, about what is going on. And then that will be that for the show. Sound good? All right. We got all the stuff. We're ready to go. Um, let's do, yeah, we'll go in order. The baby shower first. That was on Sunday. And uh, perfect day weather-wise for it, which is great. I honestly don't know what we would have done if it would have rained or, you know, some other kind of wacky weather event had happened because, you know, still a pandemic, still uh, not all of us are vaccinated and, uh, you know, things of that nature. So I'm glad that the uh, the bad weather held off for uh, actually for a couple of days. It didn't rain, I think, here until Tuesday, Wednesday. I forget. No, it's Tuesday. Um Pat, nobody cares about the past weather stuff. You're right. You're right. Nothing wacky happened. But yeah, baby shower is nice. Uh, thank you very much to Dave and Miriam for hosting. Thank you, everyone, for coming, for getting us stuff, for doing all that. Um, it was great. Got to watch the Phillies game outside safely, and they won. So that was fun. Got to, you know, interact with people in real life, which I have not done in several months. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, all in all, we got a lot of stuff for the kiddo. Uh, I think I said, well, I've said this to a couple of people. The little dude is good on clothes for quite a while. People have been giving us hand-me-downs. People bought us stuff. We, um, we, I think we ordered a couple things on our own. But, yeah, we're good with clothing for a while. We're good with uh, a lot of other little stuff, too, I think. Um, diapers, or as the uh, guy in Forensic Files, RIP, Peter Thomas, used to say, diapers. I think that's... Uh, I, I want to know, though, have we been saying it wrong the whole time? Like, is the actual word... Supposed to be pronounced diapers, like diorama, right? Or diabolical. You go that way. But for some reason, it's almost like you skip the A in diapers when you say it, right? Are we supposed to be saying it diapers? I don't know. That's uh, that's a 
thing for another day. Or actually, no, it's for today, because that's the question that I have for you. If you know, um, maybe Peter Thomas was right, and we're all wrong. Maybe that was it. So, I don't know. A thing I always think of. Think of that, actually. Yeah, a lot. I was going to say uh, when thinking about baby stuff, but honestly, I think about the way Peter Thomas said the word diapers on Forensic Files quite a lot in my life. So, <laughs> so there you go. I, I don't know. It's related because baby stuff. But yes, thank you, everyone who has gotten us stuff, who has, uh, I don't know, sent us well wishes and um, made your dumb jokes. I appreciate all of them. So, yeah, getting excited, getting close. Um, kid is due May 11th. So, what that means for the show, um, well, I talked about it last week. I have some episodes in the can, and so you'll hear a lot of those. I think I have eight of them ready to go. There we go. Sorry, I had to sneeze. That sounded a little weird. But anyway, um, yeah, baby shower was great. And uh, people still at work are asking me, hey, do you have a registry? I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't know what's on it, to be honest with you. Have not looked at it since we started adding stuff. So I don't know what's there, what's not there, who did what. So that's all her. She's been taking care of all that stuff. So uh, yeah, diapers, I think, is the only, <laughs> that's like the biggest thing right now. Everything else um, has either been delivered or given or is on the way. So, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't have said that. Maybe I should say, look at the thing anyway on uh, baby list. If you want to you know, help us out, you can do that. That'd be great. Um, also did a little Zoom with my dad, and uh, and that was nice. Haven't seen my dad in quite some time. So, um, yeah, that the plan was, by the way, the whole time, to do a small in-person baby shower, which we did. No more than, I think, only like 15 people at most showed up. We were all masked and spread out and whatnot um, outdoors. So as far as I can tell, all safe, all good. So I'll let you know if that changes, I guess. Or I guess if it changes by next week, I'll let you know. Beyond that, I don't know. Maybe uh, assume the worst. So yeah, no, we should be good. Um, What was I saying? Oh, yeah. So the plan was small outdoor baby shower and then um, a virtual one for anybody who wanted to I don't know, do baby shower things or who couldn't come to the thing in person. And the only one who uh, who made an appearance was my dad. So uh, it was good. I mean, you know, like I said, we haven't seen him in a while. So it was nice, right? And I, I'm not going to lie to you and say my dad and I are best friends. But uh, <laughs> like, it was just nice to, you know, we, we were on the thing. We were talking about stuff. And he's like, yeah, we looked at the site and uh, didn't grab anything. So we'll send you a check. And that came. So uh, thank you very much to uh, to Papa Dukes for the... Uh, for the hookup, I guess. He's not going to understand any of what I just said, but that's okay. I don't know if he's going to listen, but we do appreciate it. All of the, uh, all the stuff people have been sending us. It's great. So thank you very much. Honestly, thank you very much. Um, yeah, I, like I said, I'm excited about this. I'm utterly horrified all at the same time. I'm looking forward to it. I'm dreading certain things and just, uh, yeah, getting ready to go for the ride, I guess. That's, uh, <laughs> that's really what it is. I've heard that the first few months of the kiddo's life, it's going to be really boring. Just, you know, changing his diaper and uh, watching him sleep and eat and poop all day. Which, I mean, it's fine. I've been told I have about a year before I really got to start chasing him around. So um, I guess that gives me time to uh, to get right physically. So, yeah. Um, I got to work on that, I guess. So I guess I got some time to do that and then time to, I don't know, figure out how to change a diaper. Uh, although I've also been told there's no wrong way to do it at three in the morning. So, uh, that works out well for me because, uh, I'm sure I'm going to have some issues with that, with my, uh, you know, trying to deal with all that stuff. So yes. Uh, what was I saying? Baby shower went well. Thank you everyone for, uh, for coming, for contributing, for, uh, again, to Dave and Miriam for hosting. 
So there you go. Miriam? Did I really just? No, Miriam. I said it right. Maybe? I don't know, friends. I don't know. So that was Sunday, then Monday. So, okay, I got an email. I think I got it when I was on Twitch on Wednesday or Friday. And it said, hey, you got an appointment. You can get your vaccine on uh, on Saturday. So the day before the baby shower. And I thought, well, some people have said, uh, you know, the second shot is what knocks you down. But some people also reported having some symptoms and having fatigue and whatnot. Uh, from the first shot. So I figured it's probably not a good idea to take the risk and get vaccinated, get the shot, and then be out of commission, maybe, or at the very least, uh, not 100% in the game when I'll be needed to do things uh, at the baby shower on Sunday. So I, I ignored it. Well, I acknowledged the receipt of the message, but then I was like, all right, well, we'll see if I can get another one. Um, they said, oh, if you can't make it, then we'll send you another one because you're on the list. I was like, all right, great. So I got another one. Uh, the very next day, that said, come down on Monday and uh, get your first uh, Pfizer dose. So I did that, went down to the convention center, and a uh, bit of a long trip, but worth it because I mean, I want to get vaccinated so I can kind of get back to uh, whatever it is that I was doing before all this, which uh, I don't know what that really amounted to in the grand scheme of things. But, you know, now the kiddo's coming, so we're going to do stuff with the kiddo, and uh, I would like us both to be vaccinated before we really. Uh, jump into that with both feet, as it were. So I get down to the convention center, and there are people outside saying, oh, get in the vaccine, next corner, follow the things, follow the crowd. There was a big line of people, and they were, I mean, they're all spaced out and masked and all that. So um, everybody was doing the right thing, following the rules, as far as I could tell. So I get in there, and um, I mean, I've been to the convention center many times for, uh, you know, Comic-Cons and whatnot. So I know the layout of the place by now. And we go into the big, uh, you know, convention hall, and it's all tables and people lined up and chairs and people set up at different stations to check you in and uh, do all these other things. So I get in there, and there are a lot of soldiers. I don't know what uh, branch they were from, Army, Marines, whatever. Um, they were all there, and that um, I sent a text to a buddy, and he's like, yeah, it's a little, a little unnerving, a little dystopian maybe. And I was like, well, at the very least, it was efficient, right? It was just very... Uh, organized, and uh, we were all taken care of in an orderly fashion. So I appreciated that part of it for sure. I get in there, and they're like, "All right, you know, uh, you know, sign in, and go wait in this line, and you know, six feet apart, and all that." Then I sit down, and uh, the woman at the um, woman who did the shot was like, "All right, just confirm some stuff for me, left arm or right arm." I said, "Left arm." She said, "All right, three, two, one, prick," and uh, she didn't say prick. That's you know. Hey, prick, that's a joke for one person. Um, she didn't say that, but she was like, all right, three, two, one. She stuck me with the thing, put a Band-Aid on it, and said, all right, you can go follow that line up there and go schedule your next dose. And wouldn't you know it, my next dose is scheduled for May 10th, which is the day before my son is due to arrive. And I, uh, I'm i not a moron. I'm not a genius, but I'm also not an idiot. I understand that he's probably going to come before that, and even so, sorry, I'm really congested today for some reason. I don't know what's going on. Um, so if I sound a little weird, that's why. Uh, and I understand that um, I know that he's probably going to come early. And even if he doesn't, then with what I'm hearing about side effects from the second shot, it's probably a bad idea to go get the second shot the day before. Like, say she is still, like, she hasn't gone into labor yet and the kid's not here yet. It's probably a bad idea to go get the shot and potentially be out of commission for a day or two right when I'm going to be needed 
to do, you know, new dad stuff, right? So I guess what I'll have to do, because I can't get it earlier than that. That's what they told me. They said, you can't get it before then. It has to be at least this amount of time in between. But you can push it out. I think they said at least uh, three weeks after. So I feel like that's better if I do it while the kid is, you know, two, three weeks old. I run down and get the thing, come back and try to, I don't know, do dad stuff and make sure I don't, uh, you know, leave him somewhere or whatever, than trying to hold myself together while, like, in the hospital waiting for the kid to be born, right? So I'm going to try to, I'm going to look into that today and see how far out I have to go or how far out I can go to get the second shot and then be two weeks away from being able to make out with all my friends again, right? Or whatever it is that I'm going to do when I'm fully vaccinated and uh, full of 5G, right? So yeah, I didn't have a lot of side effects from the first shot. I was really tired for two days and had a bit of a headache on Tuesday, but like Monday when I first got it, and then Tuesday, most of the day, I was just exhausted. Like just fatigue really set in and just, you know, gave me a big boot as it were. And uh, so that sucked, but I'm okay now. I mean, arm was sore as it is when you get an injection, but other than that, though, I was all right. So um, whenever I get the second shot, I'll try to let you know, unless I'm in a period of putting out, uh, let's call them special episodes for the first couple weeks, months of the kid's life when I'm busy doing stuff. So we shall see. I don't know what's going on with the scheduling and whatnot, with what I'll have to do or not do, or um, how much time I'll have to devote to this. But I have plans in place. How about that? So I am halfway to... Um, to 5G, to being controlled by Bill Gates or whatever the conspiracy is. We did COVID conspiracies on the show a few months ago when Josh was here, I think. Was he here for that or was he here for the beverage one? Well, he was here for the beverage one, I know that. But was he also here for the COVID conspiracies? I think so, because we talked about 9-11. Yeah, I think he was here for both of those. I try to get him on when I have a question. Uh, this week, I didn't know I'd have enough time to put it all together. So I decided, sorry, Josh. Um, decided to do just me and roll on. But yeah, we should do uh, vaccine conspiracies. Should we do that when we're both uh, fully vaxxed? Maybe. Um, yeah, we'll talk about that. Josh and I will talk about that. And um, yeah, let us know what your favorite vaccine conspiracy theory is. Maybe not even just COVID vaccines, maybe any vaccine. Let us know and we'll see if we can make it happen. All right, uh, so that's for down the line. But for today, the question that I had for you I randomly thought of this the other day because I love true crime stuff and I love seeing people get interviewed and like, oh, you know the uh, the cliche, right? Oh, I never thought he could do this. He was such a nice boy. So I thought if you were, uh, <laughs> if your neighbors were interviewed after a tragedy, whether you were the culprit or the victim, uh, what would they say about you? And I thought about this because, well, I've never, well, I won't say never. I don't get along with my neighbors that well. I don't think, well, I don't really know them. Maybe that's the wrong thing. I don't really know my neighbors. don't really care. I just kind of live here and do my stuff. And uh, yeah, just stay off my stuff, stay out of my stuff, and we're all going to be fine. So that's that's how I take the neighborly approach. I generally don't care to make any more friends. So so there you go. Uh, Lockjaw says, uh, I saw him a few times. That's good. I like that. I would love to see somebody on the news. They're like, all right, we're talking to this victim's neighbor. Something terrible happened to Lockjaw. And the woman or man gets on there and or whoever and just says, yeah, that guy, I saw him a couple times, apartment 6A or whatever. Yeah, I saw him here and there. And then they just walk away. <laughs> A says, I would sometimes hear him angrily yelling from the apartment below. Oh, well, 
I mean, that's um, that's not as bad as something that could be said, right? So that's not terrible. It's not great, but it's not terrible. Uh, Gertner says overdosed on marijuana cigarettes. Well, I don't know why they're asking. Uh, the news is asking what happened instead of like, how'd you know him? When or maybe they just said that. That's the first thing they think of when you come to mind is that you overdosed on marijuana cigarettes. Uh, MAG says, who the f*** is that? I like it. I actually like that one a lot. I like. I would love to not be known by anybody. That would be great. Um, yes, pull that quote out and put it on every page you find as I'm trying to you know, promote this show. Uh, Keith says, neighbor to one side would be, I've known him since he was five, was always kind of a The others would be, who? So there you go. So on one side you get, well, he's kind of a, kind of a jerk. On the other side, they don't know who you are. Well, I guess, I honestly don't know which one's better. Like in my case, I, I mean, I'd, like I just said, I'd rather they not know anything about me. That'd be great. But, you know, maybe uh, the lesser of two evils. I don't know which one would be. I guess it depends on the person. Uh, Supreme Elijah Bond says, and so that's why I had to stab him. So, oh, so they're getting the, they're getting the person on the news. That's fun. That's fun. Thanks, man. Uh, Rhiannon says, I thought she was a bit of a or something was off about her, but one day she helped me, talked to me, and now I feel bad because she's actually very nice. Oh, man. That's a fun one. Oh, yes. I guess, uh, you know, they didn't know you, thought you were standoffish, and then you finally approach them or they finally get into an interaction with you and you're like, oh, that person's not so bad. And then they just, they're just gone from whatever happened. Oh, good stuff. Destroy Chuck. Were you formerly Thrill Chuck? Man, Thrill Truck was a more fun name for me to read. Uh, the bald fat guy who still lives with his parents? Yeah, I didn't know him. That's good. I like it. So they got you. You do, but you don't want to. You don't want anybody prying for any more information. That's good. Osman says simply as the man who put a smile on the face of everyone he met. Solid. I like it. I don't know if that's true, but I like the answer. Uh, Nikki Five says we rarely saw him. His wife seemed nice though. That's good. Hey, one out of two. That's not bad. That's still batting 500. I like it. Slick says he was really nice. And he added, my neighbors and I all get along really well. Isn't that nice, man? Aren't you lucky or something? I don't know. Like I said, I'd rather not know anybody and not have to deal with anything. But uh, again, I think I'm meant to move in the co- into the country. Like move out to the, not wilderness, but like move out to a more spacious place. I think that's, uh, <laughs> I think that's really where I'm meant to be. Uh, and finally, Bill says, I was in my kitchen washing a dish and I heard it. So I came out. There you go. That, I think, is the ultimate statement to make when you uh, are interviewed about something that happened. Like, oh, you know, I heard it, and then I came out. Yes, that's the Dane Cook bit, I'm aware. But, uh, and Bill is aware, too, I'm sure. So, <laughs> so thank you for sharing that. Thank you, everybody, for sharing your answers. And uh, I'm not jealous that you are better pals with your neighbors than I am. Uh, but good for you. I'm happy for you. I'm not mad about it. It's good. Good stuff. All right, are we going to do... You know what? Uh, it's not really uh, a full segment, but video tutorials is the thing that I came up with that I thought about when I was on Twitch the other day, and I was trying to figure out how to do something in the chat, a command, and I just Googled it real quick, like, hey, how do I do this? And the first page of search results was all videos, and they were all like 10, 12 minutes long. I'm like, there is no way that it should take anyone 12 minutes to explain to me how to input a simple command, or that these all have to be videos, right? And I'm not saying that video tutorials cannot be useful. I've used some on uh, doing whatever it is that I needed to do, but I generally don't need 
a video. Just like write it out. Tell me, show me what I got to do. Write it out on the thing like, hey, click here, click on this, go to this, boom, done. I should not have to scroll past, you know, 14 results of videos of some nerd on his computer, uh, you know, breathing heavily into his cell phone mic saying like, oh, you just got to, all right, well, we got to use this program and then, oh, sorry, I clicked the wrong thing. Like, I don't need that for 12 minutes of, you know, heavy breathing and clicking the wrong screens and saying, well, well, I did this and this worked for me, but now it's not working. I'm like, all right, great. And also, speaking as a guy who's long-winded most of the time, if your explanation takes that long for something that should be simple, tighten it up. I don't care anymore. Get yourself together. All right? So I just, I don't know. It bothers me that whenever I look up how to do something, how to input a command, how to go to this website and figure this out, that a good 85% of the results are how-to videos when it would really take 60 seconds for me to read and figure out what to do without having to watch anything, right? Plus the ad you have to watch before the video or in the middle of it, right? So I just, I don't know. I guess um, that did kind of turn into a thing. Not a long thing. Well, I don't know how I'm going to put this in the show, but I guess I just don't, maybe because I don't like doing video stuff. Like I don't care to do video stuff. Like here's an instructional thing. Like, no, I'm not going to be on camera. I'm not going to do any of that. I would rather, you know, show me in pictures. I think there's a site, WikiHow, that shows you in pictures, step-by-step what to do. And like, why is that not the first result every time I look for how to do something? Like each time I try to do it, it's video, 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 somebody asking the question, that was weird, uh, on some other website, and maybe not even getting an answer. And then finally, WikiHow or um, the thing that I'm looking for in the first place is at the bottom of the page, because the videos, for some reason, have the best, uh, I don't know, the best spot in line, the best spot on the page. I don't know. It bothers me that everything's a video now. Uh, just tell me what to do, and I will figure it out. Uh, I never did figure out how to do that thing in the Twitch chat, by the way. So, yeah, Twitch, you let me down. The internet, you let me down the other day. Because I still don't know how to link to somebody's stream in my stream chat. So, that's going to be, uh, that's on you, Twitch. It's not on me. I tried. I looked. I don't want to see a damn video. Just tell me what to do. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we did turn that into a bit of a thing, didn't we? So there you go. That was, you know, three minutes or so of me uh, yelling about being old and not wanting to see videos and just tell me what to do. And now before we get to the song and get to the sports and do all that, uh, better news in entertainment. How I Met Your Father is a go at Hulu. Hillary Duff will star. Um, I love How I Met Your Mother. And I know the last season took some turns and, uh, I think I brought it up on the podcast, the least favorite finale. That was a popular answer. And that's fair. That's a fair assessment. Uh, I still love the show. I am still uh, looking forward to this show. I will check it out for sure. I love Hilary Duff. Big fan. Still bummed out for her, though, that that more mature Lizzie McGuire show did not get made. I didn't really watch Lizzie McGuire, but I was still looking forward. Like, her idea of the show was like, hey, why don't we, you know, age everybody up to adults and see what Hilary Duff or see what Lizzie McGuire's up to and get into some more, uh, you know, mature situations. And then uh, Disney was like, nah, that doesn't sound good. And Hulu, I guess, said no to that as well. Actually, I don't know if that got pitched to Hulu or not. I think that was her plan. Like, hey, I want to move it somewhere else so we can tell this more mature story and uh, and go from there. But that didn't happen. But now, How I Met Your Father, uh, I don't know if or how it will be connected to How I Met Your Mother. I don't know if there are going to be some cameos or what, but uh, or tie-ins, Easter eggs, what have you. But still excited. Again, How I Met Mother, one of my favorite sitcoms, and I love sitcoms anyway. So 
How I Met Your Father, starring Hilary Duff. Is it go at Hulu? When's it coming out? I have no idea. But there you go. That's a new thing for you to add to your list and probably never watch. So there you go. All right, that's all the stuff. For the non-sports fans, that's all the stuff. Because after the song, it's baseball, it's the captain, it's the end of the show. So uh, we're playing a new song from our dear friends Remember Sports. Their brand new album, it is out right now. It's called Like a Stone. Get it? I got it on Bandcamp. That's where I recommend you go. Uh, But all the stuff will be in the show notes. That's rememberSports.bandcamp.com. They are on Facebook and Instagram at Remember Sports Band on Twitter at Remember Sports, and they appear courtesy of Father Daughter Records. This is brand new from the album Like a Stone. This song is called Pinky Ring. Remember Sports here inside the Melted Pack on the Next Level Network. There you have it, our friends. Remember sports with their latest pinky ring from their new album, 
Like a Stone available now. Do the thing here inside the Melting Pat on the next level network. Got it. Also, that's loud. Sorry, I'll try to turn that down. Um, I love when songs end with noise. I love it. Just feedback and guitar noise. It's great. It is great. I love it. Thank you to Remember Sports for the stuff. RememberSports.bandcamp.com. All the stuff will be in the show notes. And again, they appear courtesy of Father Daughter Records. So there you go with the stuff. New albums. Good stuff. Big fan. Love that band. Uh, They're just so great. And they're local. They're uh, they're a Philly band. So uh, very excited about that new album. Go get it where you get your stuff. All right. So my friends, if you don't like sports, this is your time to get on out of here. I thank you for joining me. Hope you're well. And uh, next week, we're talking to Ruby Bones. So that is very exciting. That interview I'm still working on. Um, it was very, there's a lot in there. Let me just say that. So I'm working on that one. Uh, but that'll be the episode for next Saturday. And uh, after that, I don't know. Because the kids do. And I don't know, you know, when he's going to pop out and when I'm going to have to uh, go down and do stuff. So. After that, you may get a special episode. You may get a quick one from me saying, hey, kid's not here yet. Here's uh, something funny. Here's a song from somebody else. Who knows? So keep it here for all the things, all the things that, I don't know, uh, themeltingpat.com. That's what you need. That's what I'm trying to say uh, as I try to whisk you away like I'm about to do something illegal. No, I'm just doing something that if you don't like sports is not in your wheelhouse. So there you go with all that. We good? All right. Awesome. Thanks a lot. Come back next time. or whenever you want. It's fine. Do whatever you want to do. All righty. For the rest of us, Jesus, Pat, get on with it. All right. Sorry. Had to cough. We are back now. We got some baseball notes for you. Then the captain, then that will be that. Blah. Then that'll be that for the show. Uh, the Phillies, man. And whoa, man. Yeesh. Injuries, COVID stuff, bad play, really subpar, below average. How's that? They're not terrible, but they're also not great. So they're in a weird spot where, um, you know, I feel like as one of the seven people in or so in the city who didn't hate him, this is not all Gabe Kapler's fault. It wasn't, I should say, because he's now managing the Giants, who just took two out of three from the Phillies at home. So, yeah, everybody wanted to blame Gabe Kapler for all the stuff, and I'm not saying he wasn't at fault for certain things, but at some point, you got to look at the players on the field and go, you know what? They're just not playing well, and I think that's Hopefully what people are starting to realize that it's not always the manager's fault. Sometimes the guys don't have it. Sometimes uh, they're not in the right spots. You got to move some stuff around and figure out what's going on. But I don't know. Uh, It's going to be a weird year, I think. You know, people are injured. People are trying to figure out new roles and whatnot. So um, it's going to be interesting for sure. That's what I'll say. Is this a good team? Probably. Is this a bad team? Not really. Is it a great team? No, it's not. But they're, they're weird. They're like the Flyers right now, where they're in the middle of the road, so they're not good enough to really make the playoffs. I mean, it's been a week or two into the season, but uh, barely a month, I should say. So they're in the weird spot of not good enough to be a great team, but also not bad enough to blow it up and start over, right? So they're in that weird middle ground where you're getting in the middle of the draft and figuring out what to do. And I don't know what the solution is. I really don't. So... uh I don't know. Do I go play center field for him? Maybe will that work? I don't know. I'm not a very good hitter. I'm a terrible hitter, to be honest with you. So that's not going to work out. But anyway, 
elsewhere around the league. The, uh, the Oakland A's have won at least 12 in a row. Yes, I am aware it's only April, so we're not getting too excited. Just like the Yankees should not be really freaking out because it's early. They're not doing so well right now. But uh, over 162, things tend to work themselves out. Um, or you're just a bad team. I don't know. Maybe that's uh, those are the other option. Well, that's the other option, I should say. Um, if this was like last year, a 60-game season, then, you know, you panic or you take that early winning streak and go, hey, we got something here. But uh, over a full year, maybe you don't uh, put a whole lot of stock in it. Um, or you just say, you know what? Something to build on. These are the things that work. This is what's not working. And you go from there. All right. Uh, oh, we had a record. Corbin Burns on the Brewers, a pitcher. Set a record for the most strikeouts. I think it was, what, 41 without a walk. So he struck out 41 batters before he walked somebody. And I don't even know if he's walked anybody yet. This was a couple days ago that I saw this. So I haven't checked. I don't know. I I feel like I would have gotten an alert that the record is now this. Um, But there you go. Good stuff. I like it. Little record there for you. Oh, I didn't mention this last week. I forgot. Joe Musgrove for the Padres threw their first no-hitter in franchise history. That is very exciting. And then like six days later, Carlos Rondon, Rondon on the White Sox threw a no-hitter as well. He missed a perfect game because he hit a batter in the ninth inning or eighth inning or something like that, but still got the no-hitter. So good for them, I say. Yeah, we'll give him fanfare. Why the hell not? They deserve it. They earned it. So there you go. Is there other stuff going on in the league right now? Of course there is, but I didn't write all of it down. Um, that's all that I have to tell you for today. So we will uh, turn it over to the captain, who will let us know, hopefully, give us some good news about what's going on with the Fly Guys. So good, sir, the floor, it's yours. Take it away. Hey, Flyers fans. Mark back at you again with another Flyers. Ooh, dude, yeah. Woo. Guys, uh, the Flyers, as I said last week, mediocre at best this season and now unfortunately sitting sixth place in the division they are on the verge of being eliminated from playoff contention but we want to look for the positives the flyers have been bringing up some young talent seeing how they can do on the professional level getting them that very valuable experience on the ice against professional teams the flyers specifically brought up wade ellison he has been pretty pretty good so far you know he's done well really have been meshed and has been playing with the top line at times so i mean that is great sign for a great young player and a great prospect for the flyers organization unfortunately also carter hart been down with injury the past few games they expect him to be out at least two more games we will see when he gets back it's a knee issue but they think everything's going to be fine. So that is good news. So let's jump into the recap. The Flyers ended up losing 6-3 on home ice against the Capitals on Saturday and followed it up with a loss on Sunday, 1-0 in overtime against the Islanders on home ice. Then the Flyers went up to New York, played the Rangers for a two-game set, ended up winning 3-2 on Thursday, but ended up losing 4-1 on Friday. Then looking ahead, the Flyers have a 
four-game set against the Devils. They're going to end up taking on the Devils on Sunday. They're going to be taking on home ice. Then they're going to go over to New Jersey, playing on Tuesday and Thursday over with the Devils. And then they're going to come back to home ice on Saturday. So the Flyers, again, mediocre play. Unfortunately, the season is not going great. But the Flyers have some things to look forward to. They have some young talent. They have a star goalie that they really need to rehab, get back into physical and mental shape to get this thing going for next season. So let's see what the Flyers can do this next, uh, you know, stint of games against the Devils. And, uh, you know, always got to keep the positive. So, guys, that's it for me here inside the Melting Pad on Next Level Radio. Thank you, my friend, for your hard work, as always. The Melting Path, the Next Level Network. There you go. That is all for today. We made it out of the thing. My thanks to you for joining me. Thanks to everybody who weighed in on the question. My thanks to Remember Sports. Their new album, Like a Stone, is available now. Again, they appear courtesy of Father Daughter Records. So there you go. Next week, we are talking to the band Ruby Bones. It was a really fun conversation. We went all over the map, uh, a lot of stuff, and we'll play a song from their new record, which is out on Friday, Lasertooth Tiger. So there you go. Stuff to look forward to. Beyond that, I don't know. I really don't, because the kid is due uh, again May 11th, so we shall see. All right? So there you go. This has been an 8 Boiling production. Until next time, my friends, have fun. Be safe. Thank a veteran. And of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. You know the drill. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. Get vaccinated when you can. Don't be an idiot. All right? All right, G-Lovin' Special Sauce with Cold Beverage. They're going to play us out as they always do. Philadelphonic.com for more from them. And that, my friends, is our show. Thank you very much. You've been inside the Melty Pat on the Next Level Network. Go crap open a cold one. Yo, can I get a cold beverage? I need some leverage. A sweaty outside, a lemonade will be nice. Of a fight from the top to a big Got a vodka, a drink, but cross got the bait on the phone. I got some ice tea. If you like a taste of tea, then come along with me. Summertime is steaming, don't give me no bucks. Glass some ice and a dash of a mess, my teeny time. Yeah, yeah, feeling cold. And bring your own beverage. It's me, so it's cold. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. From the fat and real good sounding Chocolate and cream, yo, on to the cherry grounds And for a chill bar, on shoes and my ride Wobbles to the right, they got beverage inside of me A hot coffee and fill it up with ice What a man, it's like a drink Please fix me a large slice Summertime is cool, the heat is getting old Yeah, I have a beverage, sweet, so it's cold Cold, 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 cold Something from the bar Yeah, I like cold beverage, yeah I like cold beverage, yeah I'm feeling kind of boy. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. Go, girl, work the cold one. Go, girl, work the cold one. What? Go, girl, work the cold one. Go, girl, work the cold one. Yo, where I'm fishing, let's keep one thing clear. The bait's over there, the brew's right here. Two six packs in a big bag of ice. And you look at the but the brew tastes a nice, nice. back to the ball. So every jack of reason I collide. Need a whole lot of them food drinks. They got to me a buzz. I must tell you, I'm the cool 
drink, please stick it in the fridge, cause I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. Uh-huh, I'm kinda thirsty. I like cold beverage, yeah.